I'm Stuart Chittenden and this is Lives, a show about conversation, community and the people that bring community to life. The theme of this week's show is music. And it should go without saying that this is a very special show in which we'll be playing lots of music. Our playlist master and guest today is Andrew Norman, executive director of Here Nebraska, which he founded with his wife, Angie, in 2010. Here Nebraska meaningfully connects and engages fans, artists, and communities through music journalism, education, and events, and strives to make the state a globally recognized cultural destination. Andrew, or Andy, is a fourth-generation Nebraskan, born in Grant and raised in Imperial, now living with his wife and son in Omaha. So Andy, you've selected 13 songs and 13 different acts to listen to today. Uh, Before we hear the first selection, tell us a little about Here Nebraska. So you kind of covered the the general theme. Uh, I think what's interesting to me about Here Nebraska is that we created it from scratch, not knowing what we were doing with no model to, to work from. Uh, We initially aimed to produce journalism that was focused on Nebraska music in general, statewide, all genres. Uh, That was kind of our our core mission. We knew that Nebraska had an amazing music community across genres, venues, cities, but it had never been really focused upon. Um, The daily newspapers don't have the resources to to focus a ton on it. And so, you know, the dailies tend to cover the big arena shows, but the, the concerts that go on at the club level you have for decades featuring some of the most innovative, um, artistic, uh, musicians, um, both locally and nationally had been undercovered. And so that's kind of what we set out to do is, is give these artists, venues, music, industry elements a voice. And then it grew. Um, we started doing events and uh, now we, we are really focused on the kind of education and professional development that we can provide for musicians. So it seems appropriate now to get into the playlist. Let me turn to the first song that you selected. And it's a song called Haircut by the artist See Through Dresses from their album End of Days. Before I play that, would you maybe just explain why you selected that song? Yeah, See Through Dresses is a band that I am very proud comes from the state. They are, in my opinion, doing everything right. They're putting out music at a fast clip. They're promoting it hard. They're touring super hard, which I think is the most important thing to do. And um, and they are... are great at relationships. You know, they, they treat people well. They, they are honest. They, they communicate well, they promote hard. I mean, they're just doing everything you have to do as a working musician to succeed. And so I'm really proud of them. This is an album that came out, I think a year ago on tiny engines. And, uh, so that's a Brooklyn record label that puts out a ton of really great bands. They have a new album coming out here in a couple months. Um, but this kind of gives you a taste. So with that, here is Haircut by See-Through Dresses. I don't like to stand in line For either 37 seconds long I don't have a coupon I don't save enough for me to get out of here
Uh, welcome back to Lives. I'm Stuart Chittenden, and my guest today is Andrew Norman, Executive Director of Here in Nebraska. So, just before uh, the break, we were talking a little bit about setting up a nonprofit. And could you just maybe talk a little bit about why you thought you'd need this entity uh, created so that you could, you know, pursue this this mission that you have in mind? Yeah, absolutely. We never. First of all, when we started, nonprofit was not in our minds. Um, frankly, just didn't even consider it. Uh, didn't really know it was an option. Um, the plan was to uh, potentially sell advertising. This is 2009, 2010, uh, which did not sound fun to me, frankly. I'd, I've worked in um, journalism. Uh, I'd, I was the managing editor of the Omaha City Weekly and the Omaha Reader, the Reader, um, covered uh, really important, critical social issues in Omaha for a number of years and music. And I was always thankful that I didn't have to sell ads. Um, so it was kind of in the back of my mind, like, Oh man, I'm going to have to figure out how to sell ads to pay for things. Uh, but we started with, um, just kind of leveraging relationships, people that kind of maybe owed me one because I got them a job in the past, wrote stories and we asked for guest, guest columns. And, uh, we just kind of really were super scrappy on how we produce content. So initially we, um, the plan was to, to be a for-profit, uh, and we spoke, I spoke to um, Christopher Kingsley. He said, you know, your mission is not to make money. It's to serve the community. Why don't you just make it a nonprofit? So I literally Googled that, uh, how to make an, how to create a nonprofit and figured out what you need to do and, and started kind of pursuing that path. So let's get into the second song on your playlist, which is called So Warm by Digital Leather on their album All Faded. So talk about this selection. Digital Leather is one of my favorite bands in the state. Uh, they, the the front man, the songwriter, moved here from Arizona um, to Omaha. One, kind of one of those like great stories that you hope happens all the time. An amazing musician moves to the state and produces awesome, awesome music. Um, and so he's very prolific in his output. Uh, he has a sound that is, I don't know, really captures me. Um, he's well known nationally, um, and he does it just so under the radar here in Nebraska. Here is so warm by Digital Leather.
Andy, why is music so important to us? I can I can tell you why it's important to me. Um, it I, I don't know. It's it's part of every day uh, for me. No matter what's kind of going on, I, I feel like I have a soundtrack that either helps me get through it or helps me kind of amplify my mood. Uh, and I don't know, you know, like it's there's something that's really hard to to pin down about it. It just it adds quality of life for me. Do you think that's true for community as well? I definitely think so. I mean, you know, we really focus on putting music on, like putting on concerts. That's what we do. But it's amazing how much music exists in at community events that we have nothing to do with because it just makes so much sense. There's, it's not only does it provide entertainment, but I think it also kind of brings people together. Um, some of my favorite musical events have been at concerts where I'm kind of looking around a room. Usually they're tiny shows. I'm looking around the room and just seeing people and you might not know them. And they, they like, you know, on Monday they might have a completely different professional experience or not professional experience than I do. But that in that moment, we're in, in on something together. And to me, that's really powerful. Well, let's get into the next track, which is a song called The Left Is Right by Desaparecidos <clears throat> yeah. from their album Paola. So a little bit about that selection. Yeah, so Desaparecidos is interesting because it's fronted by uh, none other than Connor Oberst, probably the most known Nebraska musician there ever was, uh, except for Warren Buffett, who plays the ukulele. Um, but it's a punk band and not what you'd think about when you, you consider Connor Oberst. It's, in my opinion, one of the best punk bands uh in the country and it's it's located right here in Omaha. Well, let's hear the left is right.
Do you play music, Andy? I do. Um, I was really a late um, kind of comer to music. I started playing bass guitar when I was maybe 20, 20 or 21. I used um, kind of excess from my financial aid to buy, buy a bass. And uh, I, I taught myself how to play and played in some some punk bands in Omaha uh, in the mid 2000s. And then I uh, started playing guitar a little bit too. I'm a hack, Stuart. I'm a hack guitarist, hack bassist. Uh, my favorite instrument to play is the washed up bass, um, which has a lot of give. So it's like nobody can tell if you're actually terrible at it. It's interesting because here in Nebraska kind of ended any music career, um, and I air quotes with, for that term, but uh, I just didn't have any time to play anymore. And and so I stopped playing in bands and um, haven't really since, but we we had a son a few years ago and um, it's been fun to pull out my acoustic bass and just and acoustic guitar and just kind of play with him. It's kind of gotten me back into it a little bit. Um, so the answer is kind of... Kind of. Have you found that in your travels across the state, unearthing new bands or discovering bands that have been around for a while, but but they're new to you, new to us, and found a common thread that this idea of just picking up an instrument and hacking through things as as a kid until you get competent with with music is is that a theme or is is that just this um, sort of um, you know this myth that we like to perpetuate? No, I th- I think it's definitely a theme. I mean, I I would venture to say that most of the bands I'm attracted to stylistically probably started out that way, you know, just, just banging around in their, their, their bedroom or whatever. Um, you know, there's, you can go about business in lots of different ways. And some people, you know, there are bands that have, you know, maybe their parents bought them awesome gear and put them in school, like music school, and they had classes and they're very polished and, uh, everything they produce is, um, well produced. And then there are people who just kind of do it themselves and figure it out and try to get better every time. And that's, that's what I'm attracted to. But I think that both, um, both styles exist and, and there's a place for them both. And they, and certainly they're kind of woven throughout the state. Well, the next song, the fourth song on your playlist is Stoplights by Rothstein from the album Stoplights. And I'll confess to a particular fondness for uh, Rothstein myself, but um, why this selection? Yeah, Rothstein is a band that is is an artist, really. He's a solo artist who is one of, I'd say, the the hottest local artists in Omaha right now. He's just phenomenal. He's an amazing performer, um, amazing singer, wonderful human being. Uh, which always adds points for me. Um, he's making great music and uh, doing it with a hell of a lot of style. Here are Stoplights by Rothstein. He's gone. 
So we're clearly understanding that there is a diverse, eclectic music scene in Nebraska. And I'm wondering how you go about unearthing that so that there is this broad aesthetic, while at the same time acknowledging that you probably have your own personal tastes too. So what is that scene out there? Ooh, that's, you know, it's it's interesting. Um, of course, I have my kind of music that is right down kind of the plate for me. Um, but I, my, my personal tastes have expanded immensely through here in Nebraska, because frankly, we set out to represent all Nebraska music and it's a daunting task to do that, but it forces you to really step outside of your comfort zone. Um, and, and also be aware of your biases. That's a big, big thing, especially as we're booking concerts, we are thinking we're, we're striving to put gender, ethnic, and genre, genre diversity on every stage, which in Nebraska, frankly, um, especially, um, the, with ethnic, uh, diversity can be tough. Uh, I mean, we're, we're, the state is so white dominated, um, population wise. And so we, we really do our best to try to build inroads and reach into different populations. You know, one, I, I think currently we're failing to connect with, um, the Latino community, which, you know, we, we know some bands, um, but, uh, we, you know, it's, it, sometimes it can kind of take a while, uh, and you sort of have to find ambassadors to kind of bring you in. And that's not just for like an, an ethnic group either. It's like, you know, if you want to get into the experimental scene or like the DIY hardcore scene, same deal. Like you can't just like show up and be like, Hey, let's all work together. Like you need to kind of be brought in. Have you experienced any particular uh, reactions on the road when you have taken tours and you've constructed these tours around the state where you have introduced different communities to perhaps a different musical aesthetic that they would be used to? <laughs> yes, I'm laughing because, uh, so we took a band called Better Friend, uh, kind of a post-hardcore band from Lincoln to Lyons, Nebraska last year. Lyons... I don't think has a thousand people in it, maybe 750. So we showed up, we put a stage on their main street, which is part of the good living tour, uh, which we do. So stage on main street, shut down their main street, uh, for a full day. And we had, I think it was like a three band bill plus a DJ. And so we had country Evan Bartles. We had uh, funk, uh, Sacho Grande guaranteed crowd pleaser, but we started with better friend and, we knew that that was going to challenge people. And I, I'm still hearing that the community, like some, there, there were community complaints to our local organizers that, uh, that was too much for them. Uh, but I, I don't know. I think that's a good thing. I think that's healthy. Like if it got people talking about how much they hated that music, at least they listened to it. At least they heard it. It gave them something to talk about. I mean, we don't do anything with cover bands. Everything we book, every band we book plays original music. Um, and so I, I can't imagine that uh, that experience was, was that awful for people, though it may have hurt their ears a little bit. So let's go to your next selection, which is a song called Willa Cather Proud, which seems to fit very nicely. So Willa Cather Proud by Frontier Trust from their album Speed Nebraska. Um, a little more about this selection. Yeah, so this is a uh, kind of a 
a legacy band, I guess. Um, Gary Dean Davis's band. He started a a label that only produces 45s, 45 inch records, um, called Speed Nebraska. And this is one of his early bands. I mean, th- this song, I think, this band really uh, kind of created the tractor punk genre, which I feel is kind of exemplifies the kind of Nebraska that I'm into. It's both, um, you know, about the, the, the soil, but also really abrasive and, and punk rock. Well, I haven't heard this band before and I've never heard of the genre tractor punk. So I am excited to play this. Here's Willa Catherprow from Frontier Trust. Let's jump straight into your sixth selection, which is a song called Pure Evil by David Nance from More Than Enough. Yeah. Uh, tell us about this song. David, native uh, Grand Islandite, um, greater Nebraskan, who uh, has lived in Lincoln and Omaha for years, but has been typically, he's been creating music I, probably his whole life, but um, he's played in some really great bands in the past. He's usually been kind of a... Um, uh, kind of a player in other people's bands. He collaborates with Simon Joyner a ton, um, but he put out his first solo record last year and it got a lot of buzz nationally and it's super lo-fi and really cool. Pure Evil by David Nance.
Welcome back to Lives. I'm Stuart Chittenden, and my guest today is Andrew Norman, Executive Director of Here in Nebraska. It seems to me, so we've had on the show David Brown, the um, President of the Omar Chamber of Commerce, and his role is very much and obviously one that represents the, the metropolitan area, if not Nebraska, because Omaha is such a large city. And yet one might say that what you're doing is perhaps much more representative as a cultural ambassador of what Nebraska is and what it could be. So being a national cultural ambassador for this state, does that feel daunting? You know, I, I don't really think of myself that way at all. Uh, but I do think that our mission is daunting and that, as it should be. You know, our vision is to uh, make Nebraska an internationally known cultural destination. We want, when people think of Nebraska, we want them to think of, you know, art and creativity and diverse culture and, um, you know, kind of the opposite of just football and agriculture, which has tended to be the, the image. Um, so it's daunting in that, it, I mean, we have so much work to do. While while we have found really great partners in the chambers of commerce in both Lincoln and Omaha and the Convention Visitors Bureau, um, and at the state level too, we've we still feel like there's a lot of work to do at the state level to change the image, to evolve the image of Nebraska. And so far, it's not being done. And so, I guess that gives us a lot of work um, to do, which is never a problem. If, if we're going to have the rest of the world see the state as you describe it as this artistically vibrant uh, community, the part of that starts at home and it's getting Nebraska to understand that it is a culturally vibrant place. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, I think it was four years ago we did a strategic plan for here in Nebraska. And what we were focused on is, okay, so for the next three years, we want to we want Nebraskans to know that this music is out there, that that it, at least it exists. You know, if I had my way, every Husker football fan would also have a favorite local band. That's not the case yet. Um, but, you know, I think we've made inroads through things like the Good Living Tour um, and through our content as well. But uh, yeah, we, I, you know, I think Nebraskans have to be ambassadors and somehow we have to get buy-in from the, the leaders um, who are making decisions about branding, for instance, that represent our state and our cities that we need to be telling a, a more, nuanced, uh, more nuanced story than, you know, just golf and, uh, uh, you know, build your headquarters here. So let's go to the seventh song from your playlist, which is a song called Top Down by the artist The Way Out from their album Good Grief. Uh, tell us about that. Yeah, so this band I'm really excited about, super young kids. Um, and I don't say that to be dismissive. They're very young. They're like maybe 19. Uh, and I'm really impressed by them. They, uh, I think most of them grew up in Ashland, Nebraska, which is kind of interesting. They're the only real solid Ashland band I've heard, but that that's a small town between Omaha and Lincoln. Um, and man, they make really poppy or catchy pop music. So here is Top Down by The Way Out.
Uh, welcome back to Lives. I'm Stuart Chittenden, and my guest today is Andrew Norman, Executive Director of Here in Nebraska. So um, the eighth, let's go straight to the eighth track on your playlist, which is You Got Under My Skin by Simon Joyner from the album Grass, Branch and Bone. Tell us about that selection. Um, Simon Joyner is a legend, and every Nebraskan should know him, or of him. Um, to me, he's kind of like our music laureate. Uh, we should have one, and it should be him forever. Uh, he is internationally known, um, extremely formative folk musician. Um, but God, he produces records at such a crazy clip, um, and they're all so good. And he's constantly evolving. He's putting out other people's records through his Grapefruit Records Club. Uh, and I think, um, you know, I think we're just really lucky to have him in our our community too, because he's very, very, um, invested. What's interesting about him is that he has as much respect from kind of like the young punks as he does from kind of the old geezers. I mean, the dude stays relevant and this, this album, uh, which came out last year on Woodsist is a good example of why. Well, that's great. So for the geezers and the punks out there, it's You Got Under My Skin by Simon Joyner. skin again You raised the stakes, took your time and made your move Your tongue said come, cowboy won't you stay Then you closed your hazel eyes, make like a tree lay down some roots Well mama had to split Papa can't forget, still me and the baby's grew. I spent so much time cutting ties that bind. Seemed even the wind was looking to turn me loose. But listen, I'm not saying I cannot change. Not saying I'm not afraid. Sure ain't the first the blues have kicked around. No, part of me is wicked, although some of me is brave. Straight to the upper, we'll lay you down. You say, I don't want to hear, I better off she'll be at dawn when the rooster crows. So play me a song, if something goes wrong, nobody has to go. So what I love about radio, of course, is that uh, you can't see us uh, here in the studio. So um, I am one of the older geezers that you were just describing. But but dare I say that in terms of stereotypes, you have this look. You've, you, you've got a tattoo. You're a handsome young man. Uh, you have a T-shirt which says the word Kill County on it, and it looks great. <laughs> and, of course, now I'm expressing the fact that sort of 30 years ago I'd have been very envious of you but now I'm accepting my fate. 
Um, but I think it kind of speaks to this idea that we have in mind these assumptions and these stereotypes about what music is and what it should be. And to some degree, you've, you've touched on how we, in different contexts, whether it's a smaller town or a larger community, we have certain ideas about what music should be. And I'm, I'm wondering if part of what here in Nebraska does is to bring forth a different vision of what music can be in the state. I hope so. Um, you know, I, I think that what we're trying to do is connect place with music, you know, and, and try to make people think about where they're, they're getting their music from. It's kind of like, you know, supporting, it's supporting local really. And it's supporting local music, supporting local arts. Uh, just like you, you might want to go to the farmer's market to buy, you know, fresh produce that, that was, uh, raised in your neck of the woods, I feel like there's something really, really cool about finding music that was built in your, your own backyard. And, you know, to me, that whole, you know, the whole state is our backyard. And there's something that really connects me to everything that comes out of here. And I want to cheer for it. And again, you know, I think for the same reason that people like Husker football, you might know a, you know, a family who had a kid who played there for the Huskers in the seventies, you know, and you'll always be connected to it for that reason. Um, to me, music is the same way. Um, I'm much more likely to, to cheer for a regional band than, you know, somebody from the coast. It, it, there's just something really cool about people who are doing this and creating this art right here. So track nine on your playlist is Naomi Watts, 98. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So Connie Franco, uh, SM Grimm's is a, a musician who, who Connie is one of the, one of the musicians that I, I feel is poised for a breakout. Um, he has performed in different groups, uh, Mean Streets, uh, or no, I'm sorry, Mean Street, as well as Midtown Marauders. And this album was his, his local, uh, sorry, this album was his, uh, solo release that came out in 2016. It's fantastic. He's been touring, uh, the country. Um, I hope he tours even more because he's an amazing talent. So this is Naomi Watts 98 by Connie Franco, SM Grimms. Rap music. You a rapper? You a rapper? <laughs> Yo, I'm on top of the world. I'm on top of the block. The hottest hot kids gone compared to the Glock cock and its barrels. The Tupac, two chicks, and two twos doing its swirl. I'm a rocker, rocking a baby box. Bobby, way back, roll mock, Molly whopping your pearl. I'm like a chartreuse, shot, shot the hurl. I like a lot, like all she got with a light stop and her curls. I'm no more than a life you sold and few buy. Few pieces of gold and who stopped? You watch, you fucking would. I'm on top of this shop, bricks and wood blocks. Shop the asshole and good pops. Jocks and who die? You boys know D-boy. Boy, don't need that Rico. I push no, but that ain't how I make my C-notes. You best Nino? Yo, I'm on top of your girl. Your girl's the Topic and the topic's name is this world. Yo, I'm on top of the world. I'm on top of the block. The hottest hosh kids gone compared to the Glock cock in its burl. I'm on top of the world. Now I'm on top of your girl. Your girl's the topic and the topic's name is this world. I'm on top the lowest rock. Cock in the holiest spot. Forgot the hat, hammer, honey. Only this one squat. A body light. Naomi Watts in 98. Yo, this screenplay sucks, but the dialogue's great. We make mistakes or we flourish in fluid futures. Fornication versus Cupid's. We talked a little bit earlier about 
finding different music, exposing people to different types of music, and the thought crossed my mind that, to some degree, music is meant to provoke, but it's also meant to soothe, it's meant to be familiar, it's meant to stir our souls in some way, but you know, maybe on occasion it's meant to calm us down. And I, I, I wonder if all of these thoughts go through your mind as you're trying to craft the good living to one. I'd like to hear a little bit more about that. Yeah, um, I really liked how you put that. Uh, it's way more eloqu- eloquent than the way I think about it, probably. Um, you know, when we're you're curating a bill, you're trying to provide the best overall experience for whoever your audience is. Um, the Good Living Tour, which you know, in general, is a, a statewide concert tour that takes place in multiple towns across the the state. Some very small, some a little bit bigger, um, but really. These are communities that are geographically um, limited in the arts that they get, uh, the cultural programming, and they, and and often, um, and I can say this because I'm from a small town, I'm from Imperial, Nebraska, the music they get tends to be cover bands, you know, and there's nothing original about a cover band. There's some cover bands that do their thing really well. But to me, I'm not, I'm not very interested in it. Um, and so when we're bringing original art to these towns, we want to challenge them, but not, you know, repel them. We want to give them something that they'll be talking about at the water cooler the next day. Um, something they've never seen before that might open their eyes or really surprise them. Um, hopefully, you know, sp- surprise them in a positive way turn them on to a type of music they never would have ever even sought out. Uh, but we also want to give them just enough kind of, I refer to it, I guess, as meat and potatoes that they kind of, they relate. So when we're booking bills statewide, we tend to have something that's kind of roots based. Um, again, it's all original music. So these people aren't going to know the band or the songs most of the time, but they'll, they'll get it. You know, if it's like a funk band or like a country band or a soul band, they'll, they'll get the sound. Um, but then we, we want to challenge them a little bit and we want to provide something for young people, um, that will make them say, I didn't know this existed or I never thought I'd see this in my town and I can't believe they're letting them get away with this. Tenth track on your playlist, Last Lynching in Omaha by Clarence Tilton from the eponymous album Clarence Tilton. Tell us about that track. Yeah, so Clarence Tilton's a, uh, a country band from Omaha made up of just exceptional players that have been playing in different bands for years. Um, and this song, uh, I think, tells a really great historical story um, about a really dark time in our city. And um, I think it speaks for itself. Here is Last Lynching in Omaha by Clarence Tilton.
I'm Stuart Chittenden, and my guest today is Andy Norman, Executive Director of Here Nebraska. He has curated a playlist for us, and that playlist will be available, linked via our Facebook page, which is facebook.com lives radio show. So Andy, tell us a little bit about your life. I understand you were born and raised in a small town in western Nebraska, uh, Grant and Imperial. Uh, tell us a little bit more about your upbringing. Uh, man, so my parents had me when they were 17 years old. They were in high school, um, which is something that is still done in high school, but I think was increasingly done back then. Uh, and so I, you know, I, my, my dad played basketball and I went to his high school uh, state basketball tournament twice, um, which is just kind of a weird trivia f- fact about me. Uh, they, uh, turns out when you have a kid, when you're 17, it kind of isn't maybe the best thing to make a relationship last. They, they got divorced. Uh, both lived in trailer parks at one point. So I was a double trailer park kid for a while, but I don't know, that's kind of my roots. And like, I, I, that's where I come from. Uh, both my parents have done an amazing job. They did a great job of raising myself and my, my siblings. Um, and they gave us opportunities. My, my grandparents were incredibly, uh, important role models in my life. And, and, um, as my parents were frankly still growing up, they helped raise us. Um, it's strange because, you know, I have a three-year-old and when my dad was my age, I was, I was in college, um, which is strange, but, uh, you know, I don't know. I had great opportunities, um, growing up in a small town. I missed out on a lot of cultural experiences, which now I'm trying to make sure, you know, kids in greater Nebraska don't miss out on. Um, when, when I moved to, moved to Omaha and Lincoln, like when we were starting here in Nebraska, we didn't know a single soul who could have donated $500 to our organization, you know? And so we've, we've grown it through being true to our word, building relationships, meeting people and, and being honest and, and trying to deliver. And, um, that's, that served us well. And that's something I, I certainly learned in, in Imperial, the town I grew up in. Well, I think your 11th track maybe speaks to some of those sentiments. It's Love Thy Neighbor by Better Friend from their album Safe House. So tell us a little bit about Love Thy Neighbor before we play that. Yeah, so this is another up-and-coming band that I think is is really great. They're touring. Um, young band, they they play hard and fast, and, and I really like it like that. Wait, that's unreal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. Let's, uh. let's play Love Thy Neighbor really quickly. This is Love Thy Neighbor by Better Friends.
So Andy, let's jump straight to your 12th track, which is a song called The Day the Earth Took Pills by Universe Contest from the album We Are the Rattlesnake. Tell us about this particular song. Uh, one of my favorite Lincoln bands, um, Universe Contest, is a very beloved rock band from Lincoln for good reason. They're just fun humans and they make great music. They have a new album coming out uh, here in 2017 that I'm really excited about and they'll be touring on it as well. This is The Day the Earth Took Pills by Universe Contest. really surprised me and delighted me is just how diverse and fresh and unexpected this experience has been for me this afternoon listening to this playlist and I want to leave that thought with you and offer you this last word before we play the final track on your playlist to reflect on music and Nebraska and and the delight and the surprise that maybe people can um, have revealed to them. Yeah, what what I love about Nebraska music is that there's such a deep history that, um, you know, even in the six or seven years I've been focusing uh, most of my attention on it, I still, you know, have, I don't... I don't have near the depth that some some people in the community do. It's it's as much as it's, you know, recorded history. It's also, there's, a, there's an oral history component to it. Um, prior to here in Nebraska, no, no one was documenting this important cultural history. And so we do that every day through our work. Um, but, but I, I think that the conversations that surround the music and the, the opinions, um, often, you know, very, very contentious disagreements about, you know, this or that in, 
about Nebraska music to me are fascinating. I think, you know, it, it's just, there's a whole world here and it is as broad as, as you can really imagine. Um, and that's not to say that, you know, Nebraska music is going to hit you over the head. You have to look for it a little bit, but once you kind of get in, um, you, you get sucked in and you, you've, if you're like me, you'll find a, you'll find a place in it. So the final track is The Train, The Drink, and The Dawn by Kill County from the album The Year of Getting By. Tell us about this final track. Um, it's probably evident as I'm wearing their shirt still uh, that this is this is a band I really like a lot. Uh, I'm attracted to just kind of their grittiness and, and the songwriting. I mean, these are musicians who came from lots of diverse backgrounds. The, the chief songwriter on, on this track anyway... Um, used to play in metal bands. And I just think that kind of the elements they, they bring to the, this band, this sound, um, are, are really fascinating. And I, I think the song's really beautiful. conversation today with Andrew Norman, the executive director of Here Nebraska. Thank you, Andrew, for being on the show. Thanks for having me. week's show. The sound engineer was Dalimar McTizik. Behind-the-scenes management was provided by the magnificent Marion Fay. Lives is a production of Squish Talks. Join me next week for more conversation, community, and the people that bring community to life. I'm Stuart Chittenden. Like in Nebraska well, I could use a friend right now There's bloodlines Some fetamines and whiskey And there's sweat And there's iron